The following episode is brought to you by Poison City Brewing, proud makers of Durban Poison Cannabis Lager, the beer that invites you to live your poison. cold today where you are dude it's so bad it's so bad it's it's raining what I let me show you yo that's so nice i wish rain dude hmm. rain 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 and it's cold as fuck too well hopefully we're getting it soon because it was cold this morning but no rain is it hot there yeah it's, it's like pretty sunny insane dude i like that sledge hoodie though my daughter got a hold of it and she like scribbled all over it. <laughs> so then I had to like buy it myself. <laughs> <laughs> now it's like okay. what like a unique piece of art. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 T's hoodie now. Like it's it's hers because it's a small. But I I wear it. It's it's promo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send you and Sean a couple. It would be like one of the only hoodies that I actually wear. Yeah. Really? Are you not a hoodie person? I used to be. And now I'm an yeah. um, I'm an anything person. <laughs> <laughs> What's an anything person? What do you like wear generally? Sean and I joke so much. Like we do many like spontaneous fashion shows when we're looking particularly ridiculous. Like we yeah. call it Karen Chic. Do a runway. Damn. <laughs> <Some dude>. <laughs> <laughs> That's that would be some awesome content right there. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my mother would die. <laughs> <laughs> this morning I woke up with my heart thing. Dude, you know what it does? It does this like twitching thing, like twitch, 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 twitch. Mm. Twitch, twitch, twitch. Wah. Fuck, I'm getting tongue tied. <laughs> But um, it just twitches, dude. And like sometimes it's sort of something that's like poking out like when it's happening. But then, I mean, it doesn't, it's just, it, it's just a matter of it being like a weird sensation. It's not, so, it's not painful, but it is like, what the fuck? I feel pain? like we're talking about ghost stories, yeah. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> we are indeed. Uh, guys, I, I, I'm, I'm you, recruiting. Have I ever told you about the one in my house? Ooh. Ooh. No. Stories. What is it? What's it doing to you? Um, well, we haven't. Ex- it only ever happens to people when they're alone in the house, really. But there's a couple of things. There was when Keegan initially moved in, he was sitting and he was lying on the mattress in the lounge, and his phone just suddenly stopped charging, and the wall, the switch at the wall had switched off. No one else had come in. I don't know if you remember my old flatmate Lee. There was one night where I swear to God, I heard her and her boyfriend getting it on pretty fucking loudly. And like the next morning they weren't here. So I I was like, what time did you leave my dude? And she messages me back. She's like, they never came home. And yeah, dude, I was absolutely adamant that I'd heard something. Um, Ash has heard people like heard someone running in the house. And then I've also had an incident where I was kind of like forced down into the bed where it felt like someone had their hand on my face, forcing me down into the, the pillows. Not sleep paralysis for that, that one time. I was awake, my dude. I was proper uh, awake. Sure. I was, I, I've, I've experienced sleep paralysis. This was not it. Mm-hmm. 
fuck. So you were fully aware of what was going down, dude. Yeah. That's like it was like like I was saying, um, I've experienced sleep paralysis. This was this was different. I mean, mm. oh, I believe you. I believe you. Um, and do you know the history of your house or the land it was built on? Have you dug in? No, no, we do not. No. Have you caught any EVPs since we record so much? That's the most surprising thing. Like we are under the most surveillance ever, and there's still no like repetitive findings of things like evps and yeah what are evps um electronic voice (laughs) phenomenon it's like a recording that you can maybe only hear after playback and it's like really low in the register really low in the sound field that you can hear like speaking or sounds or something yeah yeah you basically like kind of become the ghost whisperer sort of thing you hear like very creepy shit (laughs) Sean and I always joke that we need to put a ghost <laughs> together and call it Spook Awesome. And call it what? Spook, Spook Awesome. awesome. <laughs> ghost Breath, basically. Uh, <laughs> or Candy Floss, no, one of the two. Yeah. <laughs> it can also be like an Afrikaans thing for, for Candy Floss. Yeah. All I can think of right now is Bird Fighter. He has a little bit of Afrikaans stuff. Bird fighters, what's in my mind. I love, I love that. That's your, your, your overall perspective of Afrikaans. Is it just bird fighters? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like the moment someone's like, "How's it, bro? Who hunted?" And you're just like, "Oh, bird, bird fighter." fighter. <laughs> uh, Brandon Pratt from Red Helen dropped a hint of a new, of new Red Helen stuff. Mm. We've opened for Red Helen, like. Wait, where was this gig, dude? Winston. <laughs> Where else? Megan. <laughs> ah, Megan, you know how you, you, you did the whole venue thing, like mm-hmm. research and stuff? So basically, we got hit up by a homie by the name of Cliffy. He's in a band called Last of the Daggers. Mm-hmm. And he was basically like, yeah, I listened to the episode and I was just having a burger at this one joint the other day and I was like, fuck, this would be cool for a venue. So then he was like, he basically got in touch and he was like, he wants us to sort of get involved in trying to maybe get bands and shits at that venue. And he's got a date down for like the 7th of November and all that there. So it's pretty cool. We basically are going to be checking out or rather just announcing the most streamed. We're obviously closing out the month now with this episode. And yeah, we were just looking at the stats and this is what they're pretty much presenting. Um, we've got a top five. Um, basically, just going to say the top five um, tracks that were screamed. Screamed. Sheesh, I'm terrible. That were streamed this past month. Um, like, we've got first, we've got uh, episode 152, Four Years of Sludge, holding the number one spot on, I don't know if I should say the streams. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, fuck. Like, honestly, I, I can't believe that this episode... Because usually when we release an episode, it's it's like it'll... It builds up over time. It's not like if we upload it today, it immediately shoots up type thing. You know, it's like, you know, the weeks go by and it builds up gradually. But this episode kind of shot up immediately. So um, I'm just really just grateful that people are actually tuning in and we even got a response 
from you know a couple of people that listen to it and things have manifested and things have come you know from that episode so dude i just want to ask you megan as a person who was doing the edit of mm. of this episode and all that you know what was your sort of experience like um obviously i think it was the first episode that you edited since you've been working together you know what mm. how was that experience for you <laughs> Um, I like all together, I think we had about five and a half hours of footage. <laughs> so it was kind of like approaching Lord of the Rings as, as your first project, but it was actually quite a cool experience. I have to say, um, hats off to both of you for doing the editing, because I try to do this just so I can empathize with you and what you go through. And Wow. <laughs> Uh, you guys have a lot of strength for this <laughs> dude like like for like i always you should see like myself and marcel's chats dude on on whatsapp like it's literally like screen grabs or like screenshots of the amount of work that we have to do on our DAWs, and it's sort of just like dude look at the amount of shit i have to do today and then he sent me something and he's like dude i'm about to fucking die and it's just there's just so much work that goes into it. But dude, the way that episode came out, it's like you've been doing this for years. Oh, thank you. Like I have done editing before, <laughs> but just not only audio for podcast. So it was a pleasure. You delivered, dude. That that was your baby and you just, you knocked it out the park, dude. Shout out. No way, bro. No, no way. It's It's actually <laughs> you guys because people tuned in to hear like the whole of sludge in congregation and like it's your history that came through it's it's the subject matter is sludge so props to you guys for having such a rich history already sometimes you can kind of tell beforehand where something is going to be a mission mm. like you can kind of tell within the episode that hey i'm gonna have a lot of work here <laughs> but some people make it really easy i think the biggest thing is kind of being confident in your answers. Uh, you can kind of tell when someone's not sure about the question that you're asking them. And that sometimes makes editing a lot more difficult than it should be. Because you want to try and get the best possible answer. You want to try and give kind of the best possible reflection of the artist. You want to do them justice. And that sometimes can be difficult. And that sometimes can make the process quite a bit more complicated. Yeah, I was saying the other day that um, the the artist, since you have such a welcoming artist like criteria, you don't. I mean, you don't even have a criteria. You just have to be someone who makes and likes music. <laughs> pretty much, you just have to be a person at this point. Yeah. So since you have that, you don't have people who come with um, experience in talking to press. You know, they don't have the public speaking training or the coaching that goes into a lot of the bigger people in the industry. So I don't yeah, think, like true. for a lot of our guests, it's been their first podcast or their first interview. You know, I actually didn't look at it that way at all, to mm. be honest. And like, I, I, can, I can understand that. And that, that's perfectly fine. That's not an issue at all. And hopefully it, it helps. Hopefully it helps that person think a bit more about you know, kind of like a practice session, you know? Yeah. And something yeah. that can help them boost up later in the future. You know, give them 
an experience of what it's like trying to talk about themselves as an artist and trying to <laughs> communicate their their vision across to people i mean i wouldn't i don't mind being a platform like that either yeah i i really love thinking about how some artists that we've interviewed in their beginning phases will go on to do amazing things and then they'll be able to look back and see this time in their career and like hopefully they'll be happy about it and like I thought I like being part of their origin story in a way being a part of their history as well so Mm. it's really dope like you know there's like some artists that we've spoken to that uh, I feel the same way where it's like, damn, you know, we were a part of this person's history. You know, we had a, a, a cool conversation with this person about what they're doing. Mm. I feel like it's always better to start to start off at like, you know, grassroots level so that when you do approach someone later on and they've blown up, it's not like you, you there, like I said earlier, you know, not for clout or anything. So yeah, shout out to you guys and what you guys are doing when it comes to, you know, the artists that we're trying to get on. It's been really cool. Yeah, uh, just from this experience, like just in this month, I think my music taste has gotten more and more underground (laughs) because I've been able to listen to songs that are, are only on their fifth play and like two hours fresh. And I've just been feeling so special. (laughs) because it's so new and i'm like oh my gosh i am part of the smallest cutest club right now and it's not gonna last for very long so i just savor that like being one of the first people to to listen to a new song one thing that i do really enjoy about sludge and something that's happening more recently is being sent music to listen to someone sending it and being like hey please listen to this thing that i've done and I really, really enjoy that because I love listening to new music. I love listening to new people. And it's it's really a dope experience, like getting to listen to, to new artists. Yeah, definitely. Like I like I even remember a couple of nights back, um, me and I did an episode with Tamagotchi, which is actually coming for anyone who's listening to this right now, it's coming pretty soon. And we he he released a track right before we did that interview and it was sort of like just sort of in celebration you know it was sort of in conjunction with what we were doing you know having the sludge interview and stuff and the fact that we can have those kind of interactions where artists are sort of releasing stuff like like i even remember another prime example was when we had um red robin who her single um one of her singles basically like she hadn't released it at that point and then she was like you know what I'll give it to you guys as an exclusive thing on Sludge. Played first. No one else has gotten this. You guys play it. And it's just like, how are we doing this? So it's just like over the years, it's also been sort of like a privilege as well, you know, being able to play some exclusives and, and have artists, you know, release stuff in anticipation of the interviews and all that. It's really solid. And that's, that, I think that takes guts as well to just hand a platform, your material, like go. <laughs> yeah yeah i can i can definitely definitely see where where you're coming from Migs. um you know just 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 on on that note there just uh so yeah we did say that the first one with the most streams this past month was obviously 100 episode 152 four years of stage underground um with number two we've got episode 147 it's the bloom episode this one was really special this one was really awesome because uh bloom is coming through from denmark 
And it was, you know, Migs, how was your experience sort of talking with, you know, an, an artist from sort of that, that part of the world? Um, it was really good. I, <laughs> I like that. Like, I like that music sphere. I like the type of like visuals that she uses. So I was attracted to her project like instantly. As soon as you sent me her links, I was like, yes, I'm ready for this. And then speaking to her, she, t- she completely matched my expectations, you know, like mm-hmm. she was so calming and gentle and interesting. And you, the way she speaks about her music, you can tell that it's completely integrated with her life. It's not a side project or a leisure activity. It's just part of, you know, her, her breathing. So I really enjoyed her perspectives and her, her stories. Moving on to the next, uh, this is number three now. We've got episode 77. It was Chris Snakes. Uh, this was his second visit on the show. That was really cool. Don't really want to uh, dive much into this one, uh, just except to say that the Chris Snakes episodes, I think from the first one that we did to the next two, the second one was two parts. Those have been doing, I think Chris Snakes episodes have been the most streamed somehow. Like the first one. Yeah, is, like is there was one that had like 500 and something. Yeah, dude. And it's still, people are, are still tuning into that. And the one thing I hate about it was that I remember when I did that episode, my iPhone was fucked. So I had to use a Samsung. And I just remember just <laughs> already coming. <into> and <laughs> by the way, just for anyone who doesn't know this by now, Naz is a snob with cell phones. You need to understand <laughs> that if you've ever met a typical iPhone user, it is Naz. Okay. This man absolutely <laughs> despises Android devices. Moving right along, we've got the color blue in fourth place. Um, is this fourth? Or, wait, one, two, three, four. Yes, fourth place, color blue. Uh, Marcy, if I, if I remember correctly, you did this episode, eh? Yeah. Oh, they're, they're really, really cool dudes. They were super chilled. Yeah, dude. Like, uh, uh, for anyone even who is just listening to the episode, bro, you could just connect with those guys on a different level because of how the band had to sort of start for them. You know, there was obviously the tragedy and everything, and it was just, yeah. Like, I picked up a lot in that episode. Like, you can actually feel, you know, with some of the episodes, you can, I don't know if it's just me. I don't, like, I don't know if you guys have ever picked this up. Like, you can sort of feel the emotion like, I remember feeling this when we did the Mike Wagner episode, and he was, you know, this was ages ago, actually. I don't know if you remember us doing this, Mossy, but then he, he was talking about how he got into music, and he started singing one of his songs, and it was just like, well, damn, that is deep. So, I got, I got a similar vibe from this Color Blue episode. No, dude, Mike, Mike Wagner, though, that's a, such an interesting creature, that... I think he's like in the UK now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, he's cool. he's over that side, and he's making a name for himself that side, man. He's just a fucking talented artist. Up next, we've got Riddle Break, and then to close it off, I know it's a top five, but I had to mention Climate Control because they're so fucking cool, and it's really cool that people are actually still streaming that. So shout out to both Riddle Break and Climate Control. Um, yeah, guys, I think I think that's a that's a pretty cool. You know, I just want to thank you know everyone who who tuned in this this past month. It's been really awesome just checking out the stats and seeing that people are tuning in. Um, that basically leads me to the actual people. I'm gonna shout out the top five people that have been listening to the episodes. If SoundCloud will actually let me do so. Um, so obviously at number one you've got Lemon Dove, <laughs> Megan. 
Shout I wonder out. who that. I wonder who that could be. I studied for my episode. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Um, number two, we've got D. Thank you for tuning in. We've got Scott at number three. But uh, yeah, the reason why I'm basically wanting us to do this to sort of close off the month is just, you know, appreciation and just being grateful for the people that are tuning in and you know, listening to what we have to say and what some of the artists have to say every week. Um, with you guys, you know, how does it sort of feel being in South Africa and being able to to get, you know, what you guys have to say sort of reach, you know, or go beyond just South Africa? Um, let's go ladies first with this one. Migs, how, how, how does that sort of feel for you? Hmm. It's the age of VPNs. So they could be from anywhere. I mean, it's more likely that you're right. Because we have had um, episodes with um, guests from the United States. So yeah. it's more likely. Maybe we've got some uh-huh. listeners from Ella or from Jasmine. Yeah. yeah. Marcy, your side? Or, 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 or rather, realistically, then, let's say whatever we have to say, like with Megan being, you know, Joburg side, people tuning in from Durban. And us being here with people tuning in maybe from Cape Town and Johannesburg, Marcel, how does it sort of feel for you knowing that something that you have to say sort of goes beyond just Durban? I'm sorry if you've heard my voice. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm, I'm kidding. It's, I, I don't know. It's kind of surreal, I guess, knowing that someone has listened to something that you have to speak about and, you know, finds it interesting your thoughts and talking to an artist. It's it's cool. It it's I don't really know how to explain it really. Yeah, yeah. But I think we, we covered we covered the feedy feels in the in the fourth year um episode. Um yeah, but just moving right along we've got uh just a, a band that I'd like to give a shout out. Um, you know, we've been getting a lot of submissions, you know, on the emails and whatnot and this is one of the the first bands um, that sent through some of their content through us and just because of the amount of episodes that we've had to do and whatnot, it's sort of like we haven't been able to get to everyone. So sort of as a sort of meeting halfway type thing or just acknowledging that we are getting the emails, I think anyone that we may not be able to get through to, um, it would be cool for us to just sort of give a shout out on the end, month end episodes that we, we, we could do maybe on a more consistent basis. Um, one of that one of those bands is the Bakers. Um, they they basically sent through I think a couple of months back, and they recently released um, like a brand new single. And we've been in communication and as well behind the scenes trying to to arrange for something. So once that manifests, we'll definitely give dates and whatnot. But yeah, the Bakers released their single "Ceremonious Crossfire." So if anyone uh, hasn't listened to that, I think perhaps you could even close out with that track at this point. Um, so yeah, do check them out, guys. This is a this is a really cool band, and yeah, the Bakers. Remember the name. We'll leave their links and their handles and everything in the show notes if you want to check that out. And we're gonna probably close out with the track. And yeah, with that being said, I just want to say that we've also got a couple of upcoming episodes. Um, we've got the Tamagotchi episode that uh, Megan and I did. Um, and really awesome episode. Like <laughs> a lot of revelations in that episode. Um, that I was sort of unaware of. And yeah, guys, that's one to look out for. And we also got the women's roundtable that we've got in the works. And I'm really hoping that I'm, I'm actually quite nervous for that. We haven't recorded it yet, but uh, it's going to be coming out soon. And we've got a whole lot of 
very interesting personalities and women who are just doing it for themselves and are really just killing it. I don't know, Megan, do you have any insights on that just uh, to get us hyped on it? Um, so far, there's been really good vibes in the chat. So we are, we're all on the, the, I don't know, the right frequency to be able to talk about things. You know, so I'm feeling good. You look like the one that once alarmed an apathetic Make it linger, great aesthetic She'll knock the top over You wouldn't recognize it if it weren't for the following The hunting of the roaches and the blood on the mountain